My mic was muted. Hello, everybody. This is Twitch and Upstream Special Edition. My name is Dylan. Uh, today, Zach couldn't be here, so we're going to be doing this just uh, on my lonesome. We're going to be doing one of these special editions where you can just throw stuff into chat, and I'll try and acknowledge it. And when things are slowed down, I am going to be working on a screenplay. That's right. We're going to be writing a screenplay right here, or at least I will be, and you can hang out and throw me ideas. So let me get that up on there for a second. I am using, <coughs> excuse me, I'm using Writer's Duet right now, which is the program I'm subscribed to, which uh, comes with built-in templates. So I'm doing a built-in template here with uh, the screenplay option. Let's see what we've got in the past. So this is an old D&D &D screenplay that I've been working on for a minute. The original pitch was written for a contest that Zach and I did where we had to reboot well-known movies. We had to do Cape Fear, we had to do Citizen Kane, and we had to do Dungeons and Dragons. So this uh, pitch was ori originally written as a way to reboot the Dungeons and Dragons movie. So it has some things in common, but I also took my own... Uh, spin on it we are looking at page 26 and 27 i've got about those many pages written out and right now it focuses on the crew of a skyship who are going about doing adventures they go back to the city of greyhawk where there is a uh, conflict between the mages and the common folk and they are all being hired on a large public contract to raid a wizard tower so right now a senator from greyhawk is going into the hangar garage confronting the crew of the skyship and they are all giving her a hard time. What I'm trying to do on this um, really beyond just hold myself accountable to everything that I'm putting out there um, is showing that the first draft can be an absolute piece of garbage and that you are not going to be writing something perfect on your first try. Uh, I, I mean, you might be, you might be, I don't. So this is just to show that when you are doing a first draft, you have an idea, you need, just need to get it down on paper. That way, when you're done, you can go back and really tear it up, send it out to people. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what we're doing here today. So it's not thrilling, but let's see what words we can get written up here. In this scene, they are in the skyship hangar bay, and the senator has shown up to offer them a job, which they have already, unknowing to the senator, accepted from the main character's semi-father-in-law. Um, so at this point, let's see. Savina and Urus show up behind Dodd. Elm locks eyes with the dwarf, and the two frown at each other. The senator says she may have a job for us. Considering we were just discussing our next outing, I thought it prudent to consider all options. The two mages exchange a look. The Warforge pretends that he's a statue and gets called out for it. Senator Savina uh, is going to attempt to set the job title here. Her uh, pitch is that things in the city are looking grim because the magicians are being jerks and the common folk don't like it. Elm uh, is like, hey, we've already got a job. Um, let's see. Dodd <coughs> puts... Nah, he's not going to put a hand on her shoulder. Dodd shoots her a look. She frowns. Uh, let's see. Dodd. Uh, let's see. So Savina is looking to try and appeal to their better nature. Life better for all. Dodd. Um, lofty goals are nice and all, but my friend is correct. We don't work for charitable we don't work for charity maintaining a ship of this tonnage requires some actual gold uh urus the dwarf who is savina's kind of like right hand man bodyguard 
uh, and also represents all dwarves in D&D for this movie because there's no dwarf on the main character list, which I think is okay. Unless you could potentially have Urus join up with the crew. There are there are five of them, so six might be a little much, but we can see what happens. Um, if this is what they call maintaining, then perhaps our pay would be wasted on them. Uh, Savina, tourist, be, uh, so what's a, what's a way of saying be nice, I suppose? Um, tourist, <coughs> it's bad business to speak like that of our contractors. God, not your contractors. Yet, you haven't even outlined the job requirements. Savina, of course. Now, let's, uh, it's been a minute since I worked on this, so let's go back up and see what she's actually said. Uh, let's see. Savina. My name is Savina, last name, because I don't have a last name picked out for her, which is fine. And you already know I'm a member of the Common Senate. Current concordance have been called disappearance of the Guardian. Schism growing. Uh, okay, cool. So uh, what the entire goal is, there are rumors that there is magical artifacts hidden in uh, Mordenkainen's laboratory, which is where they'll be going. Of course, for those of you who know D&D stuff, um, raiding a wizard tower is going to be interesting. So let's see. Your crew is already... Uh, uh, let's see. It would seem your crew has already made up their minds. I suppose I will take the council's uh, offer elsewhere. You can see what we intend when the job goes public tomorrow. Dodd, hold on. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, at least take the opportunity. No, um, he's going to call her out. There must be a reason you came to my crew first. Sabina, the Wanderlust has a bit of a reputation for getting jobs done, I thought <clears throat> you may be looking to uh, network, whatever the fantasy version of networking is, you may be looking to expand your pool of offerings for future jobs. Of course, this one pays a high rate and perhaps the danger uh, inherent in the work. And here we see something weird that uh, writers do what is doing, where they kind of break on a, on the text, um, which isn't a huge deal. But hey, there we go. Perhaps the danger inherent in the work is making your crew skittish. Uh, Elm... We're going to do Elm stands up, Dodd waves a hand at her. She doesn't, uh, she stands still, but doesn't sit back down. Tourist. That's, yeah, these people, these, both people here are trying really hard to control their uh, respective employees. Tourist, don't. Um, <clears throat> I won't get into the politics of the thing, but the location of Mordenkainen's tower has recently made its way to those of us in the council who keep an up here out for that sort of information. Uh, and I think she's mentioned Mordenkainen before and Harlock or Marion spit 
because we're going to have Mordenkainen in this continuity be um, something of a controversial figure. Let's see, where is it? Um, like I said, this isn't exactly a thrilling stream, but again, it's supposed to be an example for how you can do this yourself. And really, I'm just putting words down. Where where was that? At one point, one of them spits on the deck, and the other one like chides them. Uh, there it is. Uh, disappearance of Elminster. Okay, so he doesn't like El. She doesn't like Elminster. Mordenkainen. Uh, Harlock and Marion exchange a look. Fist of bronze crosses his arms. I'm pretty sure I gave Fist of Bronze male pronouns. Fist of Bronze doesn't move. Fist of Bronze blah 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 blah. He's a stat it's a statue? Animated statue, so where where we got whatever. Minotaur statue steps forward. Wow, I went way too far back up. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, crosses his arms. Uh, Harlock. Elminster and Mordenkainen. Do you mean to put us between those two? Marion. Uh, getting involved in a wizard spat. Uh, necessitates a higher pay. Harlock, uh, fee, uh, fees for potential polymorph. Marion, we're going to have them play off a little bit here. Uh, fireballs, Harlock, um, another one, uh, big bees. I think it's called the Magic Fist. Magic Fist. No, not that one. Uh, uh, Planar Gates. Marion. That sort of thing. Sabina. Let's see. Some believe Mordenkainen's tower holds some items of power which may be used to sway the general populace into uh, lowering the barriers between those who practice the occult arts and those who do not. There are plenty who would benefit were that wall to be lowered. Oh. Hmm. Were we to lower... Jeez. All right. Come on, guys. One, two, three, four. And then were we to lower that wall? God. <laughs> I think this is what I meant when I said we had minimal interest in charity. Uh, though, Savina, the bounty on artifacts of a magical nature runs high, Captain. He's going to gonna capitalize, Captain. <clears throat> bounty on artifacts of magical nature runs high, Captain, and the... Common Council is willing and able to pay uh, that value, pay market value. We're going to use market value and come back and fix it in the second draft. <coughs> um, Uh, a moment where nobody speaks. I don't know how to write that out in a beat, but there we are. 
Savina continued, which uh, thanks to Ryder Duet is going to put automatically, just like that. Um, and of course, we favor the potential favor owed the crew of the ship if you were to fulfill the job terms. Uh, Dodd's eyebrow raises a fist of bronze shuffles elms eyes narrow the crew react in general to the idea that they could be owed a favor by the council which is kind of a big deal I think um, and then let's see is that it is that all Savina is going to small pause oh yeah Hold on. Some of your comments aren't showing up here. Let me flash that again. I don't know what it is about streaming to Facebook profiles, but for some reason, streaming to Facebook profiles does not um, actually show your act your comments, which I think is kind of weird. Anyway, um, let's get back to... Let's do small pause. There we go. Yeah, uh, so let's see. Dodd's eyebrow raises, fist of bronze shuffles, elm's eyes narrow. They're all a little hesitant to trust this person. Um, Savina, think on the offer. Uh, I will leave you with the tower's location as a gesture of our goodwill. Please let me know when you return, should you... Uh, take up this contract. Savina removes a folded envelope from envelope? Envelope? Envelope. Envelope versus envelope. Thanks to spell check. Uh, envelope. Okay. Envelope is with an E on the end. Thanks to spell check. My own spell checking abilities have been reduced in, I don't know, efficacy, ability, uh, whatever. Cool. Um, can you, let's see. I cannot see you now, Michael. I'm looking at my Facebook page, which is showing that I don't know what's going on. Um, but you can always go comment on the stream on some nobodies, which I which I always recommend. I think I always share that one. I just have it streaming to profile so that it catches as wide an audience as possible. Um, and offers it to Dodd. Dodd takes it and puts it in a coat pocket. Dodd, thanks for the tip. We'll let you know after we discuss it more thoroughly. Uh, let's see. And then Savina, oh, not in the right window. Savina nods. Please do um, just know the what the contract enters the wider market tomorrow morning. And with what we are offering, I suspect there will be quite a rush. Uh, Savina turns to leave down the gang. Uh, Savina leaves down the gangplank. Remember, you want you want your writing to be as kind of like straight to the point as possible for stage directions. That way the director can really kind of take what they want from the work. I write a lot of prose when I'm not doing script stuff. And I've been told on other screenplays that my writing is novelistic, which, you know, not a bad thing, but it is something that you need to pay attention to just in case, like, just in case you're going too, too fancy. Um, anyway, so Savina leaves down the gangplank. Uh, Urist and Elm exchange mean looks. Again, first draft, fix it later. Uh, before he turns 
and leaves as well. God. All right. Crew meeting in the galley. Uh, internal. Wanderlust galley. <clears throat> the crew uh, sits or stand. Uh, no. God stands at the head of the table. Fist of bronze uh, portions out stew. I like the idea that the Warforge is the one actually doing the cooking. So why not? You can't, you can't taste it, but you know. Fishes out stew and hands the last bowl to Harlock. She or they and Marion sit nearby. Elm leans against a wall, her arms crossed. <coughs> God. Okay. Wait, my caps lock is on. Okay. Offer on the table. What do we think? Elm. Did we not already accept this very job from your mate's father? I thought the tower was already brought. I thought the tower was already our target. God, I mate Harla, uh, Marion. I agree with Elm. I thought we had already accepted the contract from Demodar. Let's see, am I mistaken? <clears throat> oh, I'm not streaming for the next 90 minutes. Um, I will be streaming for the next 40 minutes or so. This is just an hour-long session. Um, and... I swear, if you're watching the Greasy Strangler, pay attention to the Greasy Strangler. Come on. Be a professional. That would have been more comedic if I had a beer or something. Am I mistaken? God. We had accepted the contract, but since when have we had moral qualms about double dipping on payments? <clears throat> Elm, if we were to double dip, then why not immediately accept her proposal? God, because we hold conversations as a crew before accepting jobs, or at least that's what we've done in the past. Fist of bronze. <clears throat> I do remember the conversation before you accepted from Damodar was slightly shorter and did not involve everyone on the crew. God, did anyone object to us accepting Damodar's offer? A slight pause. Thank you, Michael Colby, for the uh, recommendation on that. God, I didn't think so. And I suspect God should... Okay, there it is. Yeah, sometimes it takes a little bit to, to uh, <coughs> fix, but that's okay. It happens. Uh, let's see. Uh, I was just doing some minor research. Anyway, back to it. Um, it's way easier, right? It is way easier. I'm not sure how it fits the format, but again, that's why I'm doing this on a first draft. At some point, I'll have someone who actually knows what they're doing look this over, and they will be able to kind of give me some pointers. I don't know who that's going to be yet, but if you know, if anybody watching knows anybody who reads un... Uh, un oh, I just looked up this term unsolicited screenplays let me know i didn't think so and already this thing is way too long um but you know 30 pages before you actually set off on your adventure i don't know and i'm doing this because i'm an amateur 
I didn't think so. And I suspect no one has any actual qualms accepting this job as well. Uh, Harlock. And when we must deliver the loot to the interested parties, do we attempt a double uh, bluff as we did with the... Let's see, what's a, uh, what's a D&D term that people would think is fun to throw in as a, uh, an Easter egg for a previous job that this crew has proposed? Or even, not even a, not even a D&D Easter egg, a, uh, the compassion job, God. I, honestly, I thought we would burn that bridge when we get to it. However, I do want to point out a favor from the council, or from the Senate, rather, from the Common Council. Uh, has its own perks beyond being, beyond filling our tankard, beyond filling our tankards and recharging our, uh, beyond filling our tankards and, uh, Buying new spell, new grimoires. There we go. Am I right? Uh, muttered. The crew mutters agreement. God, if we are all good, then I say, uh, God take. God eats a spoonful of. Stew. Now we're gonna do we're gonna do this different. We're gonna have some minor changes to details to make it seem a little better. Um, portions out. We're gonna make it curry because that's cooler. It's a spoonful of curry, uh, and I say, God continued. We enjoy the food fist of. The food that Fist was so kind to prepare us, and we ready ourselves to set out off tomorrow. I'll input the hours coordinates. Always eat curry when possible. Agreed. <clears throat> curry is my go-to meal prep option for when I have to go to work for a week at a time. I'll just make a few batches of it and be good to go. I'll put the tower's coordinates into the piloting matrix tonight, and so we're ready to hit the air running. Until then, uh, have a good night. I think at that point we're going to fade from that scene. Um, let's see. Is Curry in the D&D universe? Beholder curry would be delicious. It depends on the setting. There are a number of D&D settings, and I suspect some of them are probably more likely to have curry, but for the most part, D&D is based pretty heavily on late, uh, early Renaissance uh, Europe, specifically kind of like Eastern Europe. Not in Eastern Europe. I got that backwards. Western Europe. Um, so, no... As far as I'm aware, I'm sure there are, but it's one of those things where the medieval, the early Renaissance period has been done so to death by modern fantasy that you're starting to see minor details like that brought in just to break up the ale, tavern, stew, <coughs> night king, queen stuff, which is why there's no, not a king in this movie. It's a Senate. Um... Yeah, so this is just an attempt to make sure that things are different enough to traditional tropes. Because I'm not interested in seeing another Western Europe on screen. And that's probably what the new D&D is. It's way better than a big turkey leg, too. Man, I went to the Renaissance Fair, I think, three times this year. I got a turkey leg once. I'm like, man, not until next year when I forget what a letdown it is. Okay, so looking at my outline, 
Uh, back at the skyship, they talk about terms. She says the council owe them a favor. All right. They don't tell Savina that they've already got the job accepted. Cool. Okay. Exterior, Wanderlust, Deck, Knight. <clears throat> uh, Dodd sits on the upper deck of the Wander... Uh, sits on the wa Wanderlust's upper uh, foredeck. He's whittling a an ivory piece. It is unclear what he intends it to be. Uh, let's see. Harlock is going to visit him. Harlock. Captain. Uh, Dodd looks over his shoulder. Harlock stands at the top. Nope. Top of the gang of the stairs. <clears throat> God. Grab a seat, Harlock. Pat, what's up? No, we're not going to have him say what's up. Grab a seat, Harlock. Um, Harlock goes to a nearby stool and pulls it over. They inspect Dodd's uh, Scrimshaw Harlock an elephant God uh, parenthetical laughs, chuckles scoffs, chuckles it's supposed to be that <coughs> uh, creature we fought on the uh what are we gonna say creature we encountered on the west marches job the one with the stinging tail harlock now uh harlock raises an eyebrow your anatomical study of a wyvern could use some tutelage. God sets the scrimshaw aside. I suppose you're right. I was never one for academia. Uh, a small pause. In the distance, another skyship's crew loads cargo into its uh, hull. Into its. Uh, and what's the, what's the term for a ship's cargo bay? Hold. Okay. Crew loads cargo into its loads. Supplies into its hold. Harlock, do you suspect they are? They also plan to take on the Mordenkainen, take on the tower job. God, if they aren't, they're going for something. Uh. Behind us, you can see the... What's a... Let's see. What's a... Skyship name generator. Airship names. There we go. I need a name for Blackburn's ship. Uh, you can see the... Ah, oh, the Benediction. Yeah. <coughs> you can see the Benediction loading up. Black uh, Blackburn's on the job. I suppose I would be surprised if Blackburn Sky Captain Nah <laughs> Uh 
I would be surprised if Blackburn was not on the take as well. God. It's the curse of sharing a hangar with him while the council is in session. Greasy Skyship. Yeah, I think that, okay, that's the one. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's see. Curse of sharing a hangar with him while the council is in session. Um, Harlock and God sit in silence for a moment. Harlock fiddles with the sleeve of, not fiddles, um, fidgets with the sleeve of her robe, their robe. Harlock. Captain, I suspect this tower job has more to it than we are being led to believe. God, why do you say that? Harlock. A wizard's tower does not make itself known unless its master wishes it known. Ordenkainen was a is is a dangerous practitioner and his tower promises danger in an equal um, danger of an equal measure. <clears throat> I worry that we may be walking, we may be flying into a job which promises nothing but, come on, there it is, come on, where are you? Nothing but, nothing but trouble, starring Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase, no. Promise the danger of an equal measure. God. I don't know much about Morden, Canaan, or Elminster beyond their legends. Uh, do, do they speak often of them at the Academy? Arlock. Elminster is often held as the example of what a true mage can achieve should they prioritize study and not goodness. D&D has a really interesting morality where good, evil, law, and chaos all exist as verifiable, measurable, and like concrete concepts <clears throat> I think it's kind of played out honestly um, but I think there might be something there um, study and not responsible um, study and care the occult sciences can often um, are often Term, temperamental, temperamental, and require a steady hand. God. That's Elmans, uh, and Mordenkainen. Harlock. If a young practitioner wishes to achieve great deeds, then Mordenkainen serves as the example. However, greatness can often come at the cost of one's goodness. I know this is a pretty played out kind of comparison, the difference between goodness and greatness. <clears throat> but I think if we're doing a high fantasy, like dungeon crawling movie, then I think that played outness can probably is probably okay to include. Um, don't most folks hold them 
same esteem. Harlock, are you, uh, didn't you say, didn't you compare yourself to most folks earlier? God, fair enough. I suppose that's why I asked. Do you have any, uh, what advice would you wish us to take to heart before we uh, set off Harlock? Take the utmost care when we reach the tower. There, uh, though the location has been made public, any and all security features will no doubt still be in operation. And Mordenkainen is well known for writing the tomes on tombs? Tomes, there we go, on our defense measures. Um, approaching this with the usual kind of wanderlust cavalier attitude would result in one of us getting well and truly hurt. God contemplates the rival skyship, the distant, distant skyship crew for a moment. God. Do you think this job may grow? No, uh, he, he's essentially going to be asking Harlock, like, with this many people, with this many folks pursuing the contract, do you see any way we may get out of this unscathed? Harlock. There is no accounting for other people in a job like this. All it might take to trigger the tower's uh, security would be to cross the threshold. It is possible Mordenkainen... Uh, has set the tower, uh, has set, it is possible Mordenkainen's defensive measures are even more far-reaching than expected. Perhaps Greyhawk has attracted uh, dangerous attention even by acknowledging the tower's presence. God. Like what? Arlock. Uh, if Mordenkainen meant true uh, injury to those pursuing his power, he could have in uh, inscribed, installed, enchanted, enchanted the place with a mental mnemonic no with a uh, power word which activates whenever anyone speaks of the tower's location god to do what arlock well my own personal favorite power word causes an explosion at the source of the trigger. You remember on the West March's uh, job when I prepared all of those pamphlets? God. Oh. Harlock. I hear 
sum of the fin now dot and how would you compare your power to Morden Canons? It's where they get most of their power. So Harlock is kind of being withholding right now. Harlock uh, picks up the Grimshaw. Uh, compare this uh, work in progress to an actual Wyvern god. God nods and contemplates the Scrimshaw. God. I see. Well, perhaps you are just a work. No, that's weird. I'm, I want God to be encouraging without being outright like, hey, you're you're good too. Um, I see. Well, I'm sure that Scrimshaw would be very brave to face down a wyvern. Uh, Harlock. Harlock's eyes narrow. I still... I have been a part of your crew for some time now, and... I still am not sure entirely what you mean sometimes. God, I meant it in a friendly way. Harlock, I do not doubt it. Harlock stands. Harlock continued. I must go study, must go prepare my spellbook for the days ahead. I suspect we will need, uh, no, I suspect, I suspect, I suspect we may need uh, quite an arsenal to overcome the competition. God, and the tower itself, Harlock, they are one and the same. Harlock leaves down the stairs. Cool. Uh, so yeah, we got a fair amount done. I think I'm going to call it there. Um, let's see. Where where did we start? We started at about 29. No. We started at about 27. Yeah, we started at 27. And we got to 35. So about seven pages, eight pages. That's not bad. Um, and again, I am just putting words down. This is a first draft to get everything kind of put up. Um, of course, you can just take way longer than what I did here. I did about 45 minutes worth of writing. Um, no, you still have 40 minutes you need to fill. Uh, I mean, come on. You've got plenty of stuff you can do instead. Um, I have stuff I have to do instead. Um, so that's kind of what screenwriting looks like from a super amateur perspective. You can see, uh, you know, I'm just kind of throwing stuff on a page and we'll see what sticks when and if I get down to uh, revisions. I suspect this is the end of the first act. I think this is probably going to be the end of that scene. And we can get into some fantasy action stuff coming on. Um, the second act is always the one that's the longest and it's the one that's the biggest. So we'll see how things go. Uh, but hey, I appreciate you guys hanging out, whoever hung out. Um, we are, I don't know, we're doing this sometimes. I think I might be doing some sort of regular writing stream starting in November because it's National Novel Writing Month, but I'm still kind of throwing the idea around a bit. Don't take me on that word. Uh, you can find me. I'm part of some nobodies. My buddy Zach, who would normally be here, we would spin out a different idea. It's also part of some nobodies who couldn't be here this week. We can find us on Mondays and Fridays on The Real Boys, every other Friday, rather, uh, where we talk about movies, top five movies on Monday, whatever The Real Wheel gives us on Fridays. 
on Saturday, Zach and I are on No Time to Binge, where we uh, watch the first episode and the last episode of a TV show, come up with all the stuff in the middle, pretend we watched it. It's a good time. Do that most every other Saturday, semi-regular Saturdays. Uh, again, Tuesdays, we do this. Uh, we have Silicon Angels out on all podcast platforms. We've got CYOP, Create Your Own Pod Venture Appeal on also most podcast platforms. That's got a branch and storyline, so you can go check that out. Uh, we're here sometimes. We do miscellaneous stuff. We're on other shows sometimes. The Semi-Regularist. Yeah, that's not a bad name for the show, The Semi-Regularist. Um, maybe it's for a show where someone shows up randomly on other people's podcasts. I don't know. Uh, you can check us out on somenobodies.com slash Patreon. Thanks to Scott Curtis, Sarah Tkachik, and Tanya Sheck. And sometimes Listener App. I think Listener App is uh, defunct, but whatever. We'll we'll figure that out at some point. Uh, again, look up Some Nobodies. We're on all platforms. Give us a listen. Help us make stuff so we can sell out, and that way we can sell out and make money making more stuff for you. My name is Dylan. This has been my writing thing hour whatever, twitching upstream. Come check us out. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.